We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby. I need it. In hand, just understand my pocket's that deep. With nothing to prove, I ain't got nothing to do. And it can't compete and I got nothing to lose. You see, told me I'm the one that's going to benefit. Never been a threat. Yes, sir. We back in we are. the building. We are. Super Bowl Monday should be a national holiday, but as they say, you can't have it all. But you could have what you can have, right? Yeah, I mean, I I don't understand why anybody would want to take the day off after the Super Bowl because like it's the one day like at work where you have something to talk about that everybody saw. So like mm. for the for the gossipy people, you know, like the sports people, like I wanted to see everybody. I wanted to yeah. let everybody know my takes, what I had as an appetizer, what bets I hit, what bets I didn't hit. So I I never understood that. Mm. I guess that's for the people that got like hammered, but I mean why, you know, first Super Bowl, I didn't drink. Were you 12? No, I Wait. just, I had to come into the studio after to go. I actually watched the fourth quarter and over. Oh, I thought here. you said your first Super Bowl. No, what do you mean? What? Like the first Super Bowl you ever went to. What? How confused are you? Yeah. I thought you said, <laughs> I thought you said first. No, this is, the first, said, this is the first. This is the first. This is the first Super Bowl. I didn't drink. Like I didn't have a drink. The gotcha. people I was with, I they're not big drinkers, and I'm I'm a kind of guy that I could I could adapt to my environment and, you can and go like my crowd. Way. Yeah. You, so if I'm you know. with people that everybody's gonna be hammered and drinking, I could do that. But if it's with people that are usually sober or they don't like to drink, I'm not gonna force it on them. True. So the people I was with, they don't like drinking. So I kind of was just like macking and chilling. And also, I had to come here after, but I watched the fourth quarter and overtime here at the studio. By the way, George to my right, Josh in the building as well. Uh, wanted to make sure I had both of them on for this one. Pretty big episode. Shout Jeez. out to you guys for last week, um, the contributions to the show last week. Um, it was great to have you guys on. The numbers went through the roof last week. Um, show's continuing to grow. And uh, four episodes. Um, shout out to you with Bill Krakenberger. Kind of you're doing, you and John Orlando. So I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, he brought in Warren Sharp. We had Josh was in for that one. That was really cool and really insightful. And then we had Stephen A. We had Impy come back on the show. I used to do the show with Impy way back in the day. And then us two were kind of shooting the shit about what the vibes were like 
in Vegas for the Super Bowl. So there's a lot to discuss. I want to approach this one a little bit different. Kind of want to go quarter by quarter, talk about the game, talk about the amount of swings in the game too. Because, Josh, him and I had, we went in on a CMC bet. Okay, all right. So the first touchdown is Christian McCaffrey, and it's not thrown by Brock Purdy. And I immediately text George, and I go, this is great for us because McCaffrey scores a touchdown, and it's not Brock that throws it to him. So for our bet, I'm like, bro, we're, this, is, this is like the best start for us. <laughs> and then he writes, I said, unless Jawan Jennings catches a touchdown, and which he would have thrown it, a touchdown and caught a touchdown, which only two players in Super Bowl history have done. And who was the other? Uh, Nick Foles. Foles. Randall L. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, I think. Right. No, no, no. I'm, Antoine Randall L. was the last person, not a quarterback, to throw it. Yeah, and I don't think he caught one. In no, that no, same no, game. no. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he just threw it. In my world, I had I had some I had said that there could be a possibility where CMC throws catches and rushes for one, <laughs> and that's never been done before in a Super Bowl. But you know you can't have it all. But anyways, we we're going quarter by quarter. So the CMC touchdown, right? Yes. The the screen, the double screen, the gadget play. It's something that I wish I would have seen more of from the 49ers through the rest of the game, right? What's crazy is we said quarter by quarter, and that's the second quarter that that happened. <laughs> the first quarter was relatively boring, dude. It was a uh, turnovers, turnovers, yeah, two two CMC or a CMC fumble, and then you had an Isaiah Pacheco. See, I, and look, fumble. and I and I was I was literally talking to Isaiah, the, one of the producers earlier. I honestly find those kind of games super exciting because we don't see that level of defense anymore, where it's like. Both teams are fighting for every inch. We're not moving anything. You can try all the tricks and the smoke and mirrors and look over here and we're doing something else and they're not going for it. I actually find those kind of games more exciting than when it's constant scoring because it's like, in the end, neither of these defenses are doing anything to stop, stop the other side. But on the other side of that, it's like, can they keep holding on? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, can we keep this going? So, I mean, that, that first quarter, yeah, it was two fumbles, especially both of them were in, you know, in big areas. I think the scoring Pacheco areas. was second quarter, yeah? I think so. I think that was the beginning of the second. Because, like, the more I think about that first quarter, it was just, it, it was a prime example of it doesn't matter if you've been there before or not. The Super Bowl is such a big stage that everybody's nerves were on a 1,000. Like, when does CMC fumble in a key position like that? And then when does I I don't even know who got the strip on that. It was a, some uh, it, it's it, it's like a third string D lineman that had the the strip, but that just goes to show those players are playing the hardest they've played all season. He hit Christian McCaffrey with the meanest punch. I got it right here. Time. It was Chanel and Pinnell. I remember they were rhyming Chanel about and, it. And Pinnell. Yeah. And it was recovered by my boy. But laughed is. The Greek. Dude, I got so many tech. Josh, I don't know if you heard it last week, but I was talking on, on the show about how my dad calls me, and I'm Greek, right? And my dad calls Lamb. me, and he goes, yo, how much is Karlaftis to win MVP? And I go, why? He's like, we have to bet him. I was like, we didn't bet him last year. He's like, yeah, but he was a rookie, dude. So 
So we had 100 and, 125 to 1 on Karlaftis, and he recovers the fumble. My dad calls me. He goes, yo, I'm like, it's a lot of time left, but yeah, it's good that he... <laughs> he he's got to put one in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, it's good that he recovered it. I think, so the, wh- how the game starts, I think what was really interesting, and I was making note of this as as I was watching too, Brock Purdy didn't seem like the moment was too big for him. And even early on. Like, I, I bet him, one of the props I bet was first pass to be incomplete. He actually completed the first pass to Kyle Juszczyk. Shout out to Jared Smith, who we did the preview show with. He bet him to have the first reception of the game, 24-1. to 1. Yeah, wow. Put $100 on it, won 2500 Yep. That's- who, who saw that, though? Who saw that? Yo, so, you know, it's crazy. Of the, uh, how many games did they play? 20? They played 20 yep. games, yep. right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they played the divisional conference and then this one, so 17. Right, right, 17, and then, yeah. So this would have been their 19th game. No, this was the 20th game. No, nine, seven, they played 17. Uh, they played 17, and then the uh, the divisional round. You're right, you're right. Divisional the, the 18, conference, conference like, and yeah. then now Super. Okay, so of the 19 games... I think Kyle Juszczyk was targeted like six times on the first. Okay. And it was the highest of any player. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And a lot of it is because Brock Purdy, you want to get him comfortable. So nice little check down for 15 yards, you yeah. know? Yeah. Get the get for it sure. going forward, not backwards. And yeah, shouts to Jared, man. He hit that. Action Network was blasting it. BR betting was blasting it. And I was like, bro, because I saw him Thursday night. We went and grabbed drinks with the SGPN guys. And he was like, yo, do you know what my favorite bet is? I was like, what? And he told me it. And I laughed. I was like, that's crazy. And then he he laid it out. Like, how how you you know how you know responded is how I responded. He okay. And that's why I remember the numbers that he was mentioning. I was like, who the fuck bets that? I was like, why would you pick him? He's like, dude, you know, he got the most first targets. I was like, okay. So Yeah. And it was a layup. Of yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it was, like you explained, it was a little flat route. I, um... I think, though, it's going towards Brock Purdy feeling comfortable and feeling confident. I think there was so much energy expended in the first quarter, like where he was performing at such a high level. I mean, dude, his his face when the national anthem was going, did you see the close-up of him? Like he looked the most nervous I've ever seen Brock Purdy ever before. Yeah. And it's crazy because the national anthem happens and then kickoff was a full 15 minutes from that's, the that's national crazy. anthem with commercials and everything. So you can just like sense that, all right, I'm comfortable, but I think he kind of in a way like blew his load too early or it was the first part of Spag's plan that I think we'll see unfold when we start talking about quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, where it's like Spags wants to make you feel like you have this, but He's really just dialing in exactly what the 49ers were laying out for him. And, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world to to make a quarterback feel comfortable like that when you bring a lot of pressures later on in the game. Well, I mean, I'll say this, and I said this earlier on our show. Um, I feel like the script for the first 20 plays, the first two quarters, you know, everyone always talks about the play script. The script that Kyle Shanahan drew up for those first 20 plays was spectacular. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't feel it was so much, you know, what the chiefs were allowing them to do as much as the offensive line and the defensive line on 
the 49ers side was dominating both sides of the ball. Like they, you know, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Every run to the left was getting them gash plays over and over again. Then you have, you know, misdirection and you're going back looking at Debo, you're looking at Ayuk. Um, To me, it was, it was, it was more really just that Brock Purdy was dialed in. I feel like he was dialed in that first, that whole first half between him and Patrick Mahomes. I think there was only like five incompletions in the first half total between the two of them. They both had the same amount of yards, 123. Yeah. And, and to, to start the game, they got him in rhythm, dude. And it was the McCaffrey show up until that fumble. Like yep. McCaffrey touched the ball on every single every single play in that first drive. And I was feeling good about it. I mean, him and him and Kyle Yushek. I was feeling good about it because we had we had a video prepped up too because of the dude that was outside the studio that time that we were talking about McCaffrey for NFL MVP and he mm-hmm. was wearing the jersey. And then as we were recording the show on Friday, I was like, yo, do you think the Omen was Super Bowl MVP since he didn't win the regular season MVP? So we had that video queued up. Yeah. And it was ready to go. But Glad they I featured didn't him. continue working on it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they featured him, man. And look, he gets that fumble, and it's unfortunate because it's inside the red zone. Um, I personally feel like your, your turnovers should never be inside your red zone. Like That's the thing with me that – and it was like borderline. It got recovered at the twenty-five, but for the most part, it's. Yeah. I think they call that the green zone. Yeah, we're no, we're, sure. we're in position to score points. Yeah, in the yeah, at least a field goal, especially after dominating that first drive. Right, right, and you were able to do whatever you want. But I like I like what you said about Spags. Spags now has four. Yeah, four defensive coordinator Super Bowl championships. Yes, because because well, he missed eleven. He wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't with you no, guys. Was, uh, he was the Perry, Rams. Perry Fuel. Was wow. the defensive coordinator Throwback. for the New York Giants. Yeah, shots to him. Um, yeah, so he won it with the Giants, and then he became a head coach, and it didn't work out because also, like, I think he went to the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was horrible there. A, a really young Sam Bradford, I think he was. that was his quarterback. Really just not a very good Sam Bradford in general. But yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, keep, we'll move along. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He stole a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, he was the last of the $50 million guarantee guy. Yeah, he, well, he was, the last, he was the last quarterback before the uh, rookie wage scale. Right, exactly. So he came in busting heads loose, and then it was like, well, this is where my money is. And he, yeah. he rode that out to the end. I think he made like $150 million, George. Yeah, no, he balled out. Oof. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. So Spags, to your point, I think – I think he does do that, man. And if you look at the numbers, I think they gave up only 10 points in fourth quarters and overtime. Yes. Yeah. The entire was, playoffs. Yes. I think sad. they had said something about that where it was like they haven't given up almost any points. In yeah. the, and, and they no had touchdowns. to play. They yeah. had to play. For, yes. They had to play four games. Mm-hmm. And they, But they had played like that for a good deal of the season, too. Like even when I saw them play the Raiders out here and the Raiders jump out to a 14, no lead, like their ability to then hold teams. Like they held the Raiders to three more points after that. And then they beat them by 14. Like it's crazy. So that defense, I think will go down in history. Eventually when, when people like study how, dialed in everyone is like, I, I really have not seen a defense, you know, the defense that kind of reminded me of this was the 49ers of last year where they had D'Amico Ryans and it just felt like they were so in sync with each other. This defense, so I think does it and some for um, Kansas city, you're talking for about? Kansas city. Well, yes. I think the one issue yes. that they run into also is that they don't have no, I mean, Chris Jones is a star, 
Yeah. And he's very animated too. And he's a great interview. Mm -hmm. He always has some clippable shit in a post game or a pregame. But they don't got no like superstar on the defense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what holds them back from people understanding just how good their defense is. He he's it. He right. he he would be the only one that is a is a more household name. Right, for sure. And for you to have a defense that gets a title. And what I mean by title mm-hmm. is Legion a, of Boom. A name, yeah. Yeah. The, the two thousand Ravens, the Steel yeah. Curtain. It's like you need to have some personalities on there. Bro. Let's and come there, up there isn't like everyone's like pretty low key. They're about yeah. their business. Yeah, they 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 play for each other. Nobody's standing out and you know making it about themselves. Like yeah. even Chris Jones. Chris Jones been an All Pro. You don't really see him. You know he doesn't do a whole lot to separate himself from that unit. You know what I mean? Like and outside of Carl Loftus, who's the other defensive end? Uh, you know what? It's uh, it's it's the hyphenate. I actually have him on my Madden league. The hyphenate. Felix. I, I call him the the hyphenated African. <laughs> but in the secondary they're really good oh, Sneed, yeah. Edwards, Reed McDuffie McDuffie like the secondary is very good but again they're not it's not a knock to them like the whole unit is very good and you're right I think later down the road people will appreciate just how good this defense was I mean and it, that was the play for me bro like I was on the Chiefs yeah you have Mahomes and you have Kelsey and Andy Reed and I go back to the episode I did with Allen, and I regret it so much, dude. I regret it, George, because <laughs> I talked about how, man, Kansas City 10-1 to is jumping out to me. Like, it just looks like, it how? just looked very appealing. It's the highest number that you could have got them all year. And the breakdown was why and why they can't win the Super Bowl. Why they could was because they had Reed, Mahomes, and Kelsey. Why they couldn't is I was worried about the wide receivers. Yo, the wide receivers didn't really have any crazy back-breaking drops like they did in the regular season. There wasn't the third and eight, first down, wide open, Kadarius Tony. then it gets picked six the other way against Detroit. Yep. It's not MVS in the end zone on Monday Night Football. They didn't have those kind of drops. Justin Watson dropped a deep one after he, he made yeah. like a hell of a play. The next down, they go to him, and he drops one early in the first half. A little bit behind, too, but as a stud Sunday rec league quarterback, if you get two hands two on hands it. Two hands on the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's on you, baby. And also Mahomes moves out the pocket there and has to deliver it with the guy's hand being in the way. So, yeah, man, not everything's going to be perfect, but I think it's, it's it was a reasonable. It hit him in the back of the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's not like he reached all the way that's back. That's right, yeah. Tried he, to do one of those. There, I'll cut you some slack. Exactly. So that's why people were knocking the Chiefs because of what we saw the whole regular season. But they're a team now, and just it was the case. It was the case with Kelsey about how I felt they were saving him for the playoffs. And bro, he went over his yards and catches in every single game. Every single game, he didn't score in every single game, and a lot of the sports books benefited from that. Because I mean, bro, he sure. was he was tied to every single parlay him to score a touchdown. It, it it he killed he killed he killed all of my tickets. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Every last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The props, props the props were the props were pretty rough. I think I hit I think I hit two of thirty props. I mean Jesus. outside outside of Pacheco and Kelsey scoring touchdowns, I hit everything else that I said. Oh, mine were rough. I, I everything was, else that I well, but I put yeah, them all together. Tough. Yeah, those same game uh, parlors. They were, they were so so here's the you. thing. I got I I broke even on the Super Bowl. But if I would have just left my Chiefs money line bet that I made Sunday night. Two weeks ago, yeah, when they gave the line open, I took the money line. Yeah, 
In my head, it was Brock Purdy versus Mahomes. I'm going to take that Every all day. Every day of the week, yeah. And shout out to Brock Purdy. I thought he played really well yesterday. He didn't lose them the game. No, I'll say I don't that. Think, yeah, I don't think so either. And when I was watching, all the bets just fucking evaporate. It was because I was all in on Kittle. I was all in on Pacheco to score a touchdown. I was all in on Debo. Debo got banged up. Um, it was, it, you know, Jawan Jennings not to get uh, a, a touchdown. I was on that. I took unders on Pat Mahomes. He went over. Mm-hmm. Right, like we well, had I mean, pass. all overs get screwed once overtime happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, once it went to overtime, and and look, look, really important. I don't know if you guys caught this, but the the total for this game was forty seven all last week. Game day forty six and a half, and that's a lot crazy. of money was going to the under. People were hammering the yep. under. If you bet it Sunday morning, you got fucked. Because it landed on 47. So crazy. Because people rarely think, though, that you're going to see it go down. Yeah. Because you just expect Super Bowl over, over is going to be overs. all yeah. day. Yeah. And, and Sharp money must have, like, hammered. Yeah. And on, also, on we, we, spoke, we spoke about it with Bill when Bill was on the show, and he kind of validated what I've been saying for years also about betting the props over. Bet them early. Now, look. Kelsey went over regardless, but Kelsey two weeks ago when they put him up, he was 69 and a half. He closed at 75. That's a that's a big, big movement. And in the first half, Kelsey has one catch. One catch. And then in the second half, he one catch for one yard. In the second half, he goes eight for 92. <laughs> and kind of, you know, I think the knock, my, my issue with San Fran is how do you, how do you not go into that game saying, yo, he's not going to beat us? Uh, well, I think easily. It, Drake Greenlaw going down. Word. How Green, crazy Gre- was that? Greenlaw bro. tearing his Achilles. How crazy was that? Changes shit? everything because now, now, now we only have one side of the field versus if we had two sides of the field, both linebackers in, you can still do things and you can, you can blend coverages. But when you take another all pro out and you're like, all right, Fred Warner, it's just you. Oh, yeah. Fred Warner is a lot of things, but fast he is not. He is very instinctful. <laughs> yeah, and he's also not a like a dog. Like Dre Greenlaw gets in people's faces and like lets them know. I think Fred Warner's a little more reserved when it comes to like the extracurriculars. Like he's more like the the, 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 the leader. leader. Yeah. Dre Greenlaw, and I, I hate to say this because I I'm not sure if I think this is a bad take or not, but very similar to like blowing your load early in the Super Bowl. If you watch his very first tackle of the game, which was like an assist tackle where he goes in and just cleans somebody up, right? Bro, he got, he was so excited. Like he was jumping around. He was like going super cyan mode. And you're just like, it was, easy, it was bro. Like, tackle for two, it, two it yards. Was, it was you, you assisted in a tackle. And I know it's such a big moment, but when you look at, it's a very long game. It finished off at like five hours. Yeah. So it's like, you're doing all this right now. And then, you know, you you can't help but to notice, like, as he's going on to the field, watch Fred Warner take the field, like, calm and composed. And Dre Greenlaw's, like, amping himself up. And, I mean, it's it's unfortunate to see, but you can kind of see when people get injured, a lot of the times it's because they're out of their their own mind. You know what I mean? Like, whenever somebody's gotten seriously injured, they're like, I, I, lost, I lost myself 
for a second. And as soon as you lose yourself and your body can't communicate. What, I mean, was, dude, was, that, was that Martine Grammatica that, uh, that, that, that tore his ACL uh, celebrating? That bro, was, yeah. That was, Grammatica. Yeah. Remember when the discount double check was a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A linebacker on the Lions sacked Aaron Rodgers and he did the discount double check, blew out his knee. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how many, how many dudes have hit home runs? And when they're, you know, the walk-off home run lands on home plate, blows out his knee. It's a lot of crazy shit that happens. And then McCaffrey in the first half gets tackled, does a fucking split. Oh, my God. He and got I'm split like, oh, my half. God, he's out for the year. Yeah. And then he just hands he, the ball in. He hopped up. He, <laughs> the way he hopped up and trotted back to the, I was like, bro, that's not normal. That's crazy. My man got bent back like a paperclip. That was, hey, that was not supposed to. And just then be Kyle okay. Shanahan said, "All right, we're running stretch to the left." Like he like <laughs> right just no it. no hezzy. He's like the ball's going right back to him, man. It's the yeah. last thing they'll expect. It's it's wild that and I and I want to hear your guys' take here. Do you think because the game plan to beat the Chiefs was for you to run the ball on them? Like oh. Buffalo ran the ball on them, right? And Baltimore two weeks ago, I think their running backs had six combined carries. Carries, yes. What do you think it's the the moment being too big? Do you think it's looking across the field and seeing number 15 that makes them alter their game plans? Because bro, McCaffrey was just six yards, six yards, six yards, like the whole time. That's all he was doing. When it was going to the left and then sometimes to the middle, he was doing well. When it came to the right, it was shut off. And then when it came to Chris Jones's side, typically it was shut off. I think that, look, in a lot of times coaches, especially offensive-minded coaches, will have notes that just say, run the ball, stupid. Like, yeah. th- the, just the nature of today's game takes you away from running the ball so much. It, this is now a pass-happy league, and so, it, it, look, I, it sucks because it's, it's, more, it's much more gratifying to see this 15, 20-yard pass play happen versus the three- and four-yard run. But when you can just keep grinding somebody, it is what it is. I think... When you go back and you watch the footage, Spagnola made them throw the ball. Like he he said, like no, 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 no. We're gonna run one high safety. We're gonna be blatantly clear to you here. We want you to throw the football. And I think after a certain amount of time of seeing what the defense is giving you, you kind of just fall into it. And it's a risky game. Like everything that the Chiefs did yesterday defensively, as far as saying, hey. We're going to make it seem like you're going to get a one-on-one situation here, but really we're sending five people and we're running a zone coverage instead. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go back and you watch it, you're like, what, what else are the 49ers supposed to do? They're literally, every tell in the world tells you to throw the football here. And they did that. And they, <laughs> unfortunately... To their own peril. <laughs> unfortunately, they just couldn't capitalize on big moments. I... To kind of go back to Brock Purdy in a sense where you said he was really composed. When Brock Purdy had his incomplete passes, where did they all end up? Right at the feet. Like like one yeah, hoppers. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, huh. Why was that happening, George? I just think that that is what Brock Purdy is. Uh, no, I think... I think I'll, there I'll... is pressure in the pocket that manipulates it, but every time I've seen Brock Purdy, like, miss about... He's not overthrowing people no 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 that, like that's true <laughs> like that i don't know it, it's just like one of the characteristics i see in his game that like i've seen a lot of in breaking routes that end up at debo samuel's feet 
every time yeah. I watch the Niners. No, no. Like, well, hmm. I wonder. I wonder how much of that we and we would have to go back to watch because I rewatched the game this morning, and uh, it was a pretty cool like Game Pass thing NFL has. You could breeze through commercials and all that, and kind of condenses only like the important plays. Yep. And a lot of it was also credit to the defensive line getting him out of rhythm, yep. not having his mm-hmm. feet set. Like he had a lot of those like. And yeah. then he would Step have to, into you know, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was to... altering his stepping up in the pocket. But you're right. There are a lot of those like Did that. Did you too. see when you're watching it back, were you seeing a lot of off play action stretch routes where he's kind of like going naked bootleg type situation? Where oh, yeah. He's like there was a bu- and there was a bunch of them where the, the DN would just get as deep as he would and he would cut him off. And then he's like doing the shimmy, trying yeah. to cross him over yep. to buy time. Like at some point. They've picked up on your tendencies when you do that so many times. Yeah. Yep. Like, bro, look, it, it's I always talk about this story, and, it, and it's funny because I'm sure you guys have watched football with people, and you'll call a play. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. You'll be like, yo, they're gonna hand it off to the left, or like, yo, AJ Brown one on one, it's going there, and then it happens, and you're like, oh shit, that was dope, right? I watched a game with Will Blackman here at the Win. We were up in his hotel, and we were like eating and shit. And it was a regular season game. Bro, he called four straight plays in a row, like, correctly. <laughs> Eating buffalo wings, hand off left, <laughs> play action, roll out right. The first one, I'm like, oh, I, I, I've done that. Like, it ain't. Second one, I'm like, third one. Like, bro, in a row. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, how? He's like, yo, you pick up on, like, team's tendencies. Can you- and, and eventually, when a team does that play action so many times, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be there to disrupt the whole flow of the play. Can can you do that with your team? Because I I'm, I swear to God, like oh with the I, Giants, yeah. With, with 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 anything, Commanders. After about the fourth game, I can be like, this play is coming. Oh, dude, yep. the New that York Giants. No team loves to run third and twelve inside draw plays more than the Giants. <laughs> oh, that's that sucks. That's right? like or or my favorite Raiders. The, the Eli the Eli special was third and twelve swing pass to the running back behind the line of scrimmage, <laughs> tackled for a two yard gain. Well, yeah, they're, well, my team, I have an idea of like, yeah, what well, because because we've seen it. So, yeah. like, I mean, obviously, I feel like, see, I, well, two things. One, that's a pro athlete that that played the position and also played the defensive side, so he can see different tendencies yeah. from an offensive standpoint. Um, but I think the one thing that when you do have your own team and you watch them week in week out, I can tell you the formation and be like, we ain't throwing here, even though they got a light box and we should throw. Yeah. We're not throwing. Oh, yeah, you could tell by the formation when they have the three tight ends on the field and there's no wide receiver out there. You're like, they're probably going to run the ball. No, I'm talking trips left, and uh, <laughs> they, they got a single high safety, and I'm like, hey, bro, like we probably should maybe run a post somewhere in here, and uh, somebody's going to have some space. No, no, we're going to run to the right. <laughs> and isn't that, when you guys are talking about it, the beauty. <laughs> I'm thinking about so many times that that happens. The beauty of the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Yeah. Because – my God, does everything look identical to one another? It looks like they stayed in the same formation. Even when it would get down to third and one, fourth and one, a two tight end set from shotgun, two t- uh, two receivers out wide, figure it out. Like we're gonna stay in this all game. You know, we're not <laughs> we're not gonna run no tush push, and it it really helps with getting a defense comfortable. And I think uh, I don't know if we want to hop back into the order, but like. No, we've went we've went all yeah, over the like, place, but I, Nick, I do want to say I think the second quarter was very telling. I think the second quarter was very telling because in the second quarter you had the Jawan Jennings play, 
And then you have Miko Hardman get open deep down the field. That was the biggest play of the game from like yep. a yardage standpoint. Yep. And what's really interesting about Super Bowls, and I've seen it with my team twice, there's always a random ass guy that pops off. And pops off for their standards might be three catches. But Miko Hardman's catch total was half a catch. He had three of them, and he surpassed his yardage, and he scored the game-winning touchdown, which we'll get to. What I'm saying is there's always that unsung hero in the Super Bowls. And what was crazy as the game was playing out, bro, it was Hardman for the Chiefs because at the time that he made that catch, then Pacheco goes and fumbles, right? But before that, it was like you have Jawan Jennings throws the trick play. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yo, you always have these random dudes. Antoine randall -El. You, you mentioned that before we started recording, yeah. or it might have been when we were recording. Yeah. You have those Mario Manningham, bro. Like, he was dope, but it was a Hakeem Nicks and Victor Cruz game. Bill Belichick famously said, it's still a Nicks and Cruz game. Make him go somewhere else. And then Eli throws that fucking perfect pass down the sideline in Toe Indy. Tap. Yeah. So it's always like a random-ass dude that you don't expect. Because if you think about the recent memories you've had of Super Bowls. The studs show up. Kelsey, every Super Bowl shows up. The quarterbacks show up. Jalen Hurts last year, right? T. Higgins a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cooper yeah. Cup showed up. Like, the guys that are supposed to show up, show up. But you need the random, the random guy that you don't expect much from yep. to pop off. And salute to those two guys because they played a career game yeah. for their standards. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, you could say the same thing about every single Chiefs defensive player. Like, they're all unsung heroes, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, what do you say to Chanel? What, what's the... And Pinal. 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 Yeah. Pinal. Uh, Pinal. I'll probably Pinal. butcher Pinal. Well, Chanel is the... Uh, he, he was a rookie last year. Second year player. Um, uh, yeah. Pinal is... He's, he's a, a D-tackle. Uh, Reed, Justin Reed... Always was a problem at safety, super fast. I mean, they all played amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, they, were, they were swarming to the ball. It was definitely a textbook seeing a whole bunch, 11 hats to the ball every time. Um, but, yeah, no, to your point, it, it was there a possibility for anybody else on, like, the, did you think for a second there, Christian Watson, I once he caught, like, a deep corner out one time, I think it was in the second quarter, where – you know, he gets like 35 yards. And Justin like, Watson. Justin Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, but then the next play, he dropped the ball. So I was like, ah, it's not, not going to be him. Yeah, but you get that hope for a second. Yeah. You're like, ah, is that him? No. Well, I mean, the other tight ends accounted for five catches and 76 yards. Justin Watson and Noah Gray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had the Noah Gray over. To, uh, over 25? Yeah. Oh, no, he got 22. No, we had uh, catches, didn't we? No, no. I oh, had it was the yardage. Okay, I yeah. had another parlay where we had his catches, but he he almost got I, there. The I'm just sad said. that I lost all my parlays. It is what it is. Well, a lot of, a lot of people did. I lost all of mine, too. And, and yo, every year I, I hope to leave the football season with more information than I had the year before. And I had a pretty big bet on the Chiefs for my standards, but I I think I profited like 20 bucks on the Super Bowl because I went crazy with the props. <laughs> I had like 10 same game parlays and then I had about 30 props that I bet individually. Yeah. And I think two hit. The game landed on three, which was one of my favorites, plus 650. So landed, I bet that it landed one. on three? Meaning the game to end, be decided by three points. 
Oh, oh, so okay. So I bet that okay. plus 650. Gave that out on the Patreon. Talked about it on the Propification pod last week. And then uh, I think everything else, I kind of, I think I'm pretty sure I missed on almost all of them. Yeah. No, I was, I was really bad on the props. I didn't see anybody on like Bleacher Report or anything that had like Jawan Jennings and uh, who's uh, uh, Jawan well, Jennings and well, then I, to get McCole Hardman to score a touchdown. Yeah. Like that same game had, parlay would be crazy. I also, I also gave out the game going into overtime at 15 to one, but that was more so. I'm not too prideful in in that, Josh, because it was more of a hedge on a couple other bets I had. You just take that one. That's yeah. just one you take. Yeah, so those are the ones I hit, but still, like, I, I lost a ton of money on the props, bro. That's the thing. It's, it's there's props on props on props yeah. for this game. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, one of the props that I was hoping to get was Pacheco. And we haven't even addressed the elephant in the room, which was the incident between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. Oh. So the fumble, they hit the big play to Miko Hardman. Yep. And the very next play, they're inside the red zone, Pacheco fumbles. The issue Kelsey had was he wasn't on the field for that play. Yeah. How'd you feel about the incident? Uh, in terms of uh, him bumping Reed, I mean, listen, you know, there were, and then, you know, this is kind of one of my things where, uh, as being the only black person here in this room where people start the whole, oh, if he was black, and it's like, come on, bro. First off, uh, and then, and then uh, you know, Austin earlier was saying, you know, uh, some women were saying, oh, be careful for Taylor Swift. Like, he's a he's an abuser now. Oh, yeah, I saw those going Like, and it's too. like, come on, okay. So first, attacking attacking the, 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 you know, the big question is, big fella got some bad knees, man. Like my man took a little bump and them knees both buckled and it's like well, well here's the you thing you gotta know yeah. you gotta know who you're who you're running up on like yeah but bro he could have been in a wheelchair the rest of the game and it would have been a different nah yeah, but, but hold on I'm gonna push back I'm gonna push back because I I heard that take too if I if you're talking to George and I walk into you you not knowing I'm coming and I chest bump you your knees might buckle also bro yeah it might though because that was a pretty aggressive bump. <laughs> It I know was. we saw it in slow motion 150,000 times, but it's the same thing when, like, you have a lot of friends that are fighters. Yeah. They always tell you the punch that knocks me out is never the one I see coming. Yeah, the one and I it's don't always, see. And it's, it's the one that's like, that's what dropped him? But it's because it's it, it, in between the exchange and you're not seeing it, and bam, it clips you. Yeah. It's, just, it's kind of the same thing there where he didn't expect to, to be shoved down. I think that was born out of proportion. I mean, well, look, even even still, he's an older man and a big man. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, you yeah. can just, like, run up all of you got to, you know. But as far as the, uh, the the swift element, a lot of these women that are that are now new to the sport, you know, new to just maybe even sports in general, um, men get feisty. Like, especially in the heat of competition. That does not then turn yeah. and make that man yeah. into a woman beater or, you know, or now... Taylor Swift is in danger. Like none of those things could be further from the truth. Now, if it's the truth, that's sad truth. But I wouldn't say that him showcasing that he was impassioned over a big play because listen, this is the this is the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they were losing, and the momentum hadn't really been in their favor. They finally get a big play. Travis Kelsey's upset because that is his spot in the formation. That you know maybe this person would have been blocked up if I'm over there. Yeah, you know I mean, like he—he's—he's he's the best player on their team outside of 
Mahomes. Yeah. So he wants to be in the game. I, I wasn't I wasn't upset by any means by his response to that. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's sad that, you know, any kind of impassioned plea in anything now is yeah. like, oh, you're this or you're that. And it's like, hey, bro, like I want to win. Yeah, that's that's all it's about. I'm not trying to downgrade anybody. Just I want to win. Let's let's do what like it, yeah, me being a competitor. Me, throw me the damn ball. Yeah, that's, I want to be out there. Or don't take me off the field. This is the biggest game of the year. Yeah. What are you saving me for? Yeah. That's what I think the anger was. No more, and then when nothing you listen, more to save me. When you listen to the post game, they were both like lovey dovey. They're like, yo, shit happens. Like, and that's the thing, to your point. People that have played a sport at any level, you get it, bro. Yeah. Like I I've I've talked about this so many times. My buddy Jerome, we played football on Sundays. He's quit on me on the field 300 times. Yo, fuck this dude. I can't play with him. <laughs> and then he came to Vegas. He was at my crib for five days. Like, stayed at my crib. We're, dudes were it's different. Like, bro, that's... Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> but, like, even, even some friends that I have... And it's a very small group because almost all my friends, like, played sports. So there's that thing that we bond over. But I have a couple of friends that never played any, any level sport. Mm. And they're like, dude, how is Diggs yelling at Josh? It's like, bro, that shit happens all the time. That's normal. Yeah. yeah. Now let's not have it happen every week. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Right. That's and, that's and another thing. Yes, it's a crazy level of respect you have to have with your coach to do that. Because I think about there's a lot of players in this league where if that happens, I think Andy Reid benches them. No, no, Andy Reid catches his balance, grabs him by the chest, and says, "Come here, you mother." I'm going to put you on the bench. I don't think that's Andy's personality. I don't think oh, that's no, Andy's no. personality. Bro, if Darius Tony did some shit like that, he would have backhanded him. No, he would have just told him, he, he would have just told him not to catch the flight. Hey. <laughs> he wouldn't have made it to Vegas. You know who I do think reacts that way? Dan Campbell. And that's your boy. Oh, Dan. Both well, of you. Hey, that's listen, your boy. listen, listen. How else are these players supposed to listen? You know what I mean? <laughs> we got it. We got it. But yo, I don't think that was, I think that got blown out of proportion. Yeah. But I, I also, I feel Travis Kelsey on that, man. Like, I want, if we're going to go down, I want to be on the field and I want the ball in my hands. And I know I'm jumping forward a little bit, but that fourth down play in overtime, I was watching the game with Cam and, and, and the crew. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, there's no way. Because they lined up in shotgun and immediately Josh, I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. I was like, this game, I was like, the game's over. Yeah, I was like, no, no, I, don't I, do that. Like, bro, I was just like, hey, bro, like QB sneak. I'm I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool with the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at least give me that as the results. Yeah. And then, but when I saw Kelsey come in motion, I was like, it's gonna be some shenanigans in this play. And it was. It was the RPO, and Mahomes was just saying, yo, if we're gonna go down, I'm not throwing it to MVS here. I'm not throwing it to anyone. I'm gonna take that it's, shit myself. I, I actually thought, because you know, sometimes they uh they would have Kelsey come up and then be the, the quarterback and sneak it. Ooh, yeah, so that is first, a staple. When he of first moved, that was my thought was like, okay, Kelsey's getting the ball mm. and he's gonna sneak it for the one. Um, but then when he doubled back, I was like, Nope, something else. So it look, Duh. that was the game. That was the game right there. The play calling confidence to leave Nick Bosa unblocked in three of the biggest plays of the game. Bro. <laughs> and I'm I'm giving I've given spag I've glazed the hell out of spags, but it's like, damn. The berries on this I one. <laughs> never. What you're telling me? He's going unblocked? You're crazy. Butt naked. Crazy. No hat. <laughs> oh. We, we outside. It raw, was such raw a good like play Monday call. night. <laughs> The first time that uh, Mahomes did it where they where they ran the read option, I think it was like coming back from the second half, they knew that play was going to be there. 
like Mahomes took off way quicker that first time that he ran it. And he, every time from that, he was a little bit more patient with it because you can tell he was like, this man Bosa is about to figure this out. But Joey or Nick Bosa was so dialed in on crashing down. Mm. And I don't know if that's a schematic thing or if that's just the type of player he is and he mm. just missed a read. Because I do think Steve Wilkes messed up quite a bit. Uh. I think Steve Wilkes, the thing that, the reason why I say that is he brought pressures at times where if you were to play a little more conservative of a defense, you're not giving up big plays. Yeah, that and doesn't get behind you. As soon as he started bringing pressure, that's where you saw Kelsey start to take over. Yeah. Uh, now, the only pushback I'll say to that, though, is can we at least agree that that defense played light years better than they played versus the Packers or the Lions? Oh, this was the yes. best performance so, they've yes. had in a very long time. Do you understand? Time. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I won't, I won't boohoo him by any means on that because yeah i was expecting the chiefs to be able to do what they wanted and then the niners were going to have to follow suit that was my expectation for the game so when the game came out and it was a it was a slug fest i was like okay this is going to be interesting yeah you know i mean so like the defense overall played well i feel like just in the end andy reed he that's what makes him andy reed that's what kyle shanahan isn't kyle shanahan the second all that gadget, gadget nonsense stops working and Chris Jones is like, I'm going to be here in the middle when you get back. Like the second that starts happening, he doesn't have a second punch or he doesn't know how to just, okay, screw it. We're just going to keep doing this over and over again. He right. still has to be pretty. And that's always been my contention with Kyle Shanahan. He's always got to be too cute. Even when he was the, the Redskins uh, coordinator, it was always, it had to be the perfect play. Yeah. The half ends with, Kansas City going on a 13-play drive, and then they kick a field goal. And with them getting the ball at halftime, I thought that was a that was the first time that I was nervous about that game. I was like, damn, that's a huge win for the Niners to not give up a touchdown and have them kick a field goal because the Chiefs are getting the ball at halftime. It's like when you play Madden, right? You love mentioning Madden every chance uh, hey, you get. Hey, listen. That's like your go-to. You, you got to look. All Double right. Up. He, he's yeah. going to play me a bad one time. He's like, this guy's pretty good at Madden. Oh, dude, I'm terrible <laughs> at Do you Madden. play Players Lounge? Either one of you guys? No, no. no I don't do all Wait that. Wait until the degeneracy gets into video games. Yeah. I, oh, it's, I, it's there. I don't play Madden unless I play for money. Oh, Shout dude, out to during, Players Lounge. During the pandemic, I, I gambled one night on Madden simulators because I was bored. I had like 20. <laughs> <Whoa>. I had <laughs> during like, the pandemic. I, no, I had like, you yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. in control. I had like $28 left on my DraftKings account. And I was just like, yo, you know what? Well, what can I bet on? It was Madden simulators. Yeah. You pl you pl wow, you bet on DraftKings on Madden? Yeah. Like the professional Madden leagues, yeah. You, you were able oh, to oh, oh, okay. So there's oh, okay. two people playing? Saying. Yeah, it's two people. It's oh, not okay. just a simulated game? No, no. Because that's the way you made it sound. Yeah, that, that's what I no, thought, like, too. <laughs> you, you would play. So, like, yo, you know how they have, like, pro pro leagues? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, you would play. If you two were pro fucking Madden players, yeah. I'd play, all right, I'm betting on George to be 100%. Josh. Yeah. And they'd set lines. That's what you should that, do. That was, that was already a mistake, but I, uh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But George and I are going to handle this. That's that, fine. That like, was, <laughs> but, but the reason why I bring up Madden is because in Madden, what do you always do? You want the ball at halftime, right? Oh, yes. Every single time. So if you're the Chiefs, you kick a field goal, and I, I backed the Chiefs. I bet on the Chiefs. I was like, damn, bro, I'm a little worried about this one. That Because they could have captured the momentum completely if they score a touchdown there. So yeah. I thought that was a big win for the Chiefs. And then we go into halftime. I'll be honest. Didn't watch a second of the halftime show. 
It's going on right now in that back room. If you want to just peek your head that's, through it. That's oh, a, damn, it actually is. That's, yeah. that's unfortunate. But here's the thing, that's though. Wild. The only reason why is because the people I was with, we kind of went into the backyard and we were kind of just chilling and vibing outside. So it's yeah. not like, oh, I hate Usher. I'm not going to. No, no, it was <laughs> not that. Um, I couldn't bet on the halftime show. The song Caught Up is my favorite Usher song. And some markets weren't, weren't even letting you bet on that one for the first song. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Not saying that I was like gut or anything. I was like, oh, I would probably bet on like my favorite song. See mm. if it happens. What do you think about the halftime show? I, I, like I said before we got on air, I thought um, it was it was definitely one of the better halftime shows. But yeah, uh, I, I wanna I wanna grant it. I mm. haven't seen anything. Yeah, but I feel like we have these conversations every year. Yeah, it, it's I, the better. It's the best one. It's the best no, one. no, no, no. My no, personal no, no, favorite no. was the one in L.A. with Dr. Dre, Snoop. That was really good. good. That was that really was all good. Straight hip hop too, bro. Well, yeah. well, and then also you gotta 50, remember Kendrick. Yeah, you got you gotta remember That's how many different one. people he touched, how many how many people he produced for. Yeah. So how much he could pull from. Mm. And the same thing. I mean, Usher had shoot. I was I was waiting for them to dag on pull R. Kelly from uh, from from jail and have him on the screen. They I was not. ready. <laughs> they I was like, not. bro, bro, if this happens, I was like, nah, it's on CBS. CBS Even ain't gonna let this girl go down. Slaps. Not <laughs> be having, crazy. He was not having that song on there. Hell no. Oh my god, I was so imagine? I was so ready for that. That was goes, the lock of locks. We it, like throwing the L word around. R. Yes. Kelly to not show up at the Super Bowl was a lock. Can you imagine? You have a collect call from <laughs> like over the Super Bowl. <laughs> you have a collect call from. <laughs> Talk about going viral, uh, bro. That would have been absolute. Like I literally was like. They're going to find a way <laughs> to get R. Kelly into this space That's for same wild. girl. Like, so I mean, look, I, I thought I thought it was really good because it showcased him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of times, you know, sometimes these artists aren't able to really showcase what they can do. Like think back when Prince did it, Prince breaks out the guitar, he's showcasing, he can play the drums. He was Prince. A lot of times the the, the artists aren't actually able to really be themselves in that grand of a stage. Um, and I felt like he really, I mean, my thing is like, he was like pouring in sweat four minutes in. I'm like, bro, what kind yeah. of cardio do you have that you're sweating well, this hard five minutes in? You wasn't dancing that hard. Well, that's the thing. I was like the first five minutes of it are just him dancing, which I mean, like entertaining, like things we can't do. I need to know this because I still haven't figured it out on Nickelodeon. When they're showing the Super Bowl, did they show the halftime show? Because if so. <laughs> 
I believe that Usher just committed like child predator type stuff. <laughs> you can't be seductively stripping your shirt off on the Nickelodeon broadcast. I'm sure it was altered. This, it was this, like this is TVG. It yeah. was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Or they just they could not play it. I mean, if it wasn't that. How about him and Alicia Keys practically dry humping? For, you know, my favorite thing about that was seconds. my favorite thing about that was he tapped into the internet. Because doesn't he get a lot of shit about like, yo, you can't let your girl go to a Usher concert? Yes, right. Like <laughs> yes. him and Chris Brown are like the two dudes you yes. don't want your girl at one of those concerts at all. And he played into that with the hug. I, see, I, I actually thought it was it was it was nice. It was nice, but was, I'm saying yeah, like people are like, "Yo, Swiss Beats got to be sick," and Swiss uh, Beats just like my girl just made a a grip, yeah, on here, and she looked awesome. She yeah. looked, she looked, she looked, Great uh, girl. she she looked uh, top tier Alicia Keys. Yeah, correct. The correct. the big the big red, you know. Yeah, I thought train. that. I wanted that to stay. I was like, this is cool. Yeah, but like yeah, the, yeah. The dress but yo, cool. I really do think that he played into meme culture and all so. that stuff. Yeah, I think so for sure, bro. The song was my boo. Dude, you even got if you're, yeah, even yeah, if you're not, yeah. bro, even if you're not on the internet, right? Like I know a lot of athletes and celebrities that don't go to their social media, but they have people that handle it for them. Sure. And I know for a fact that they know about like the the watch this, right? Like oh, that meme. Yeah, they know about uh, all the shit that he does and. Yo, you can't have your girl at an Usher concert. He knows about that stuff. So on that stage, he'll probably do a little role play. Even though you're right, though. You're, you're 100% right that the song, yeah. My Boo, yeah. it justifies. That's your boo. My, it's my you're boo. Gonna we, we gotta, you're going to have gotta... a little bit of an exchange there. Yeah. 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 But I also think it's a play on the internet. See, I, I actually think uh, uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were more sexual than that. I mean, we saw yeah. Nip. I didn't say I mean, it was the even most before sexual. the nip. Yeah, <laughs> like the before nip. the nip, it was like, and this yeah. is this is 15 years ago. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was on Nickelodeon? My God, Nick at night. They would have oh, cut, 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 cut the feed. Maybe cut the feed. Maybe man, I just had to Google though. Have have Usher and Alicia Keys ever been together? No, uh, no, 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 they haven't. No. But I was just wondering <laughs> if there was like a little no, uh, no, romantic. No type sizzle that may have reignited they're making my boo together one night in the studio and get booed up lma go ahead swiss bees don't know won't hurt <laughs> oh my god you know, swiss <laughs> oh my god um but yeah no that that show was in my opinion it was it was i uh, like it wasn't nothing that i was like this is amazing i felt like he tried to shove too many songs into an already short performance um i people were saying they wanted justin bieber out there I, there he, was he played the hits right which is usually what you do on a stage like that yeah like, yeah but you, like i you, went to i went can, to i went to a party over the weekend uh 50 cent performed he played all the hits mm -hmm. which one all the hits oh no, no, I, no at which area one 50, where at area 15 uh, no 15? i was at uh at the resorts world oh okay oh, you, were, you were at that one okay yeah. all right all right if i can't window shopper yeah Stunt 101, like his verse. Like, he played yeah. all the hits. Yeah. In the club, obviously, people went crazy. Yeah. Obviously. You know? Yo, by the way, by the way, I don't really be, I don't go out to clubs, like, often, right? Dreams and Nightmares is not a club song. Thank you. What? Thank you. What do you mean, what? Boy, it's you a 45-second intro. Listen. That's what's wrong no, with it. No, listen. You haven't been to Dre's. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, look, listen, when the entire when the entire spot knows the words word for word, chills. It actually is a solid club song. Now, if only 20 of us know the words That's, and everyone else is sitting there like, what part. song is this? Yes, a thousand percent. He agree. did the white girl voice. Uh, you know, just saying. Girl. <laughs> just saying. Oh my god! Like, what's wrong? Like, like, do you understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I get it. I get <laughs> it. So funny. all I know is that at the party that I was at, <laughs> at the party you attended. Okay, the, wrong, the, wrong audience. The air in that building <laughs> deflated. But to me, it's like yo, it's it's like a it's like a ninety second. Intro, yeah, it's like a and, monologue, and it's hard, and I like it. Oh, but it's, it's like, it's a, it's, like <laughs> that if song, we make it to that point, oh, amazing! That like, song it makes doesn't you want to take off clothes and fucking throw it out. That's gotta, what I want to do. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go to a black club and see it. If you go to a black club and see that song played, yeah, you'll forever change your perspective. No. I was like, because I, because I'll tell you, I had never really heard the song like that until I heard it at Dre's, mm -hmm. and when I heard it. Everyone else around me knew the song, and I was like, why am I so behind and I don't know this song? Yeah. But, like, I had to check myself. I'm getting old. And it's like, bro, I don't have to know all these songs no more. But, like, everybody, when you see When they know every word, everybody, yeah. you're like, Y'all thought I went in it? No, yeah. no, no. Like, when, it, when okay. everybody's on My it. My perspective has changed. Totally different in atmosphere. I'm going to just let you know. Bro, a club in Philly? Oh, I, no, that would be a fight. That would be a shootout. So, somebody, somebody's getting getting thrown to the ground. <laughs> sure. getting stomped up. All right, so we leave halftime. We open up the second half. Chiefs get the ball, talking about what I was saying. And I'm thinking, all right, this is where the game is going to change. Well, interception. Not right even, but what, what happened before the interception? Bad pitch. Yeah. It was two plays. Yeah. First play, bad pitch. Almost like, almost fumble scoop score. Oh. I was like Isaiah Pacheco, please fall oh down my on the ground. God. Oh, and was am I mistaken that there was also a low snap on that drive? There was low snaps throughout the entire game, but yeah. I think Creed didn't have a good game. <laughs> no, he that didn't. He, that was one of the most uncharacteristic Patrick Mahomes interceptions I've ever seen in my life. Like I, it was it was definitely like oh my God, it's over. I, 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 that that interception definitely gave me the feels of uh oh. It's done. I well, I didn't feel it was done, but I definitely was like, "Yo, we down, we down seven. If they if they go score here, some things are gonna have to go right." But right. the defense that was defense holds them three and out. Right back to business. Yeah, and that was again that was the biggest play in that game for for me going into the game was the Chiefs defense and being able to cuz yo there was a lot of three and outs it was the, the punters got to work bro oh yeah the punters were out there, there they got seven, shine seven yeah, three they, and outs yeah there was a bunch of them and for you to get a turnover and start inside Chiefs territory and then go three and out and then Conley I think Conley was like the special teamer of the game mm. right he gets the one punt revenge game cuz he used to play for the Chiefs gets the one punt at the 2 yard line and then he has that fucking John Bradshaw Layfield clothesline on the one play where he fucking smokes that guy. WWE reference. I, I um, got you. You got me, right? Uh, I think he was he was playing really well. And he also had a big catch on like a third down too. Like really, yes, really he yes, he did. Where, yes, he did. Brock Purdy kind of just teardropped it over the like, defender. Seriously? And Who's then this? the Butker, Butker hit a bomb 57-yard field goal which is a Super Bowl record that was previously set by Jake Moody the half before. Like literally 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I think 
where the game really changed though was the um the the fumbled punt. The, the muffed the muffed. Well, not even muffed. It wasn't muffed. It just yeah, hit. The, the deflection, yeah. Those are always crazy, man. When you see the guy running up, like when my team is getting the ball and I see my punt returner sprinting forward, or if he's like pointing at his teammates, I'm like, uh oh. And it hits off the guy's ankle, and then he goes to recover it, um, doesn't, and then the Chiefs start inside inside the red zone pretty much. One play, MVS. MVS, yeah. Held on to that one. I mean, he was butt naked. He better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you knew that was coming, right? Like, I think every football fan knows shot play after a turnover, and wait, especially if you're in, like, like the dialing 20. it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, this is going in the end zone, even, even if it's tight. And it was one of what you would say six excellent play calls by the Chiefs where they knew that if they sent Travis Kelsey on a wheel, and the, way they would, the, the way they would guard the switch release, and then you got Dre Greenlaw's backup, dude. It was the easiest. I thought the Kadarius uh, Tony touchdowns in last Super Bowl were easy. That pass right there was pretty, pretty easy. He just caught it in rhythm. He knew it was there right away. Touchdown. Yep. Wide open, too. But uh, butt naked. I mean, yeah. he had 10 yards in every direction. Six plays like that, I would say, there were in the in the game where you're just like, just trouble outcoached. Out trouble. Like you, you were, <laughs> that's where I'm saying, like, Steve Wilkes. And I know it's a tough spot to get your defense back out on the field like that, but it's like, come on, bro. They, well, listen, we even worked a switch release. Like, they had just done it. Yeah. Kansas City had just trotted their defense out in a horrible spot. Yeah. To save the game. What did they do? Saved the game. Bowed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you were in a position where, okay, they're getting points. Unless we do something miraculous or unless they make a mistake. We're, they're giving up points. But you gotta, you have to at least minimize the damage. We can't just let them just come back out and slap us in the face. And then, yeah, I mean, because right. what, what was the score at that point? At that touchdown, did they, was that their first lead? Or? That made them 13-10 lead with That's 2.28 right. left in the third quarter. And then the ensuing drive... Brock and the Niners go down, 12-play drive, score a touchdown to Jawan Jennings. He has the big play there. <laughs> and the craziest thing, right? And this is why, is why sports betting is so wild. The touchdown scores in the Super Bowl. Ready for this? McCaffrey, minus 250, expected. Jennings, 18-1, to anytime touchdown. Oh. MVS, plus 800, anytime touchdown. Damn. And then Mecole Hardman, 14 to 1 anytime touchdown. Those are your touchdown scores in the Super Bowl. Yep. It's like missing out on buying Apple stock. Well, but but like imagine the, a same damn. game parlay with those three guys. Damn. $10 probably wins you like 10 rounds. So much money, bro. That's insane. I mean, look, well, crazy. Listen, we 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 talk about it. Freaking Kelsey and then Pacheco and Debo Samuel, like all the all the hitters. That did not score. Now they did they make an impact on the game? Yes, but the ones that did not score, they were burning tickets left and yeah. right. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, they, they killed they killed all of mine. You know who had a crazy play that drive that was also a ticket killer? Remember the fourth and three on that drive before Juwan Jennings scored, where you thought, oh, the 49ers are going to take kick the field goal here. They're not going to go for it, oh, and the they Kittle, end up the going Kittle. for it, throwing it to Kittle on an out route, yeah. and you're like. 
I almost felt like a little bit of like, damn, he learned something from Dan Campbell on that fourth and three. Because in a, in that type of spot, you're like, let's tie it up. You know, let's let's not have a huge momentum shift because if that happens and you don't get it, like, I don't know. It's not looking too good for you. The Chiefs just got the lead and they stopped you on fourth down. Yeah. So that was a big time play call. And that was pretty much it for George Kittle. Like, yeah, that was literally it. Truthfully. And well, and think about it. And and that, when that catch was even still close, like even, even though they picked it up. Yeah. yeah. Justin Reed was was right there. Like it wasn't. Yeah. He was on the number. (laughs) Well, the the other crazy thing, dude, was that touchdown, Jawan Jennings scores. They get the PAT block. Oh, I love it. And I feel like that's not mentioned enough because then. I was calling it too. That gets blocked. And then Moody had a rough playoffs and he had a rough season because a lot of his kicks, like the tr- the further you go back, the more it's a line drive, right? Yeah. The closer you are, the more it's a pop-up. A lot of it is because of the line of scrimmage and the guys jumping up, right? But for a PAT, you should never hit a ball that low. And yeah. again, stud D3 kicker over here. Yep. You got to be able, it's pop-ups. Yeah. Like those are chip shots. You should never... Go to smoke it like that. Oh, when it's a 50-yarder, that's where blocks really do happen because it's it's more of a it's coming up like that as opposed to coming up that way. You know what I'm saying? Like why, why okay, and is that mostly because of distance? You're yeah, trying, you of distance. To, you're you're trying, trying to, to get push more, the ball there. Right. You're trying to get more behind it. As Mad- opposed to Madden just like, philosophy understood. I, right. I got you. Yeah, I just, exactly. I mean, with the arrow. <laughs> just like with the arrow. It's literally that too. Yeah. So it makes it makes sense. And that was that was a big part of it because now after the Chiefs are like, all right, all we need to do is get a field goal now to go and tie it. And then that's what ends up happening. They go down and they get a field goal um with 549 left. Does uh uh Mahomes and the Chiefs, he gets sacked on a third down, and then they kick the field goal. So it's 16-16. And then how'd you guys feel? when the Niners kicked the field goal to go 19-16, there was a great defensive play there, right? Like, there was a defensive play there made. It was, uh, I don't think it was McDuff. I think it was Sneed. Oh, no, no, no. Sneed came on a corner blitz. Yes, yes, yes. And it was one of, that's just a Spagnola, like, hey, fingers crossed. He, He had the perfect blitz dialed up. And I, it was either Snead or McDuffie that got the, the batted down was, ball. It was a corner blitz, but McDuffie. it was but it was also a corner blitz from the slot. He wasn't he wasn't blitzing from the from the uh, from the from the um, from it's, the sideline. He was blitzing yeah. from the middle. When you watch it, it's so crazy the way these corners are literally like here, and then just the reaction time to snap and and blitz is it blows my mind. It really does. They're such an under. I was telling Cameron yesterday. It was McDuffie. I just looked it up. There was so many broke up the pass. Mm -hmm. There was so many big time plays from those Kansas City Chiefs corners last night that I was like, man, like you you don't see corners play this sound for an entire game. Usually there's a hiccup here and there, but man, there was about to be a hiccup. There was about to be a hiccup. We'll we'll get to one that would have been devastating for them. But Kansas City, then they go down and they kick the field goal. They tie it to send it. Into overtime, second ever Super Bowl to go into overtime. Fun fact, both featured Kyle Shanahan. Yep. yep. When he was the Atlanta. offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Shanahan now has blown three Super Bowls in which he has had double-digit leads in the second half. Ten points or more. 
wild. Yeah. Wild. And I think two of them were in the fourth quarter also. Yep. Which is nuts. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah, we're going to get to him when we close out the show. So they go into overtime, right? <laughs> now let's address the elephant in the room. What should you do when you get to overtime? Let me ask you Defense, guys. defense, defense. You take defense because you know you're going to get the ball back. And it's like college rules. You want to be able to know what you have to do in order to win the game. And the 49ers, I think, did not practice the, the new overtime rules at all. There was every player on the 49ers team will come out and admit it at some point in time in this offseason. We did not prepare well enough for the new rules. Oh, you don't even need to wait for the offseason. They've been already saying it that they didn't know the, the no, rules. No, I, I knew it. I know Nobody it's coming out. Toes down yeah. I know it's door. coming out, but I'm just saying it's gonna get it's gonna get progressively worse. Like where it's like, damn, how do we really not know this? And I I mean, a lot of America didn't know. Like, I didn't know, bro. Until they announced it, I was like, no, no. I, what's I, happening? Well, and we talked about it before. I really felt like Jim Nance and Tony Romo did a great job of explaining. Because at the end of the overtime, when when the Chiefs were just walking down, I was like, all right, all right, that's cool. But uh, we're getting kind of close on time, and we're trying to score a touchdown here. Like, let's figure it out. But um, but I do have some pushback a little bit. I feel like, honestly, either way, you if you, if you receive the ball or if you kick the ball – in that scenario, you're, the other team's going to get the ball. So if we go and they, if they would have went and scored a touchdown, we wouldn't be having this conversation because it would have forced the Chiefs to go match it. You know what I'm saying? If we, as long as you don't go down and make a mistake, that's the only thing that, that matters, truthfully, and that's not something you can really plan for. If, if, you, if you go on defense first and they go and score a touchdown on you, now all the weight of the world is in the entire – everybody, your, your fan base, all the pundits, everybody's – the weight of that moment to go have to score a touchdown, that's just as hard, I feel like. So it's, it's, it's very easy to, you yeah. know, Monday morning quarterback it and say, oh, they should have kicked. But, like, if the Chiefs would have went and scored a touchdown first, there, the, the Niners hadn't been, you know, marching the ball down the field. So it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, well, I also think to to push back on your pushback. Okay. <laughs> I think at least you know that you have to go four downs the rest of the way, which was what Kansas City did. And if you look at the way they were playing that whole overtime, bro, everything was dump, 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 drag route, nice block by Travis Kelsey to spring Rasheed mm -hmm. Rice. Mm -hmm. Mahomes keeping it, Mahomes keeping it, Pacheco for three yards. Okay, we'll take three yards here. It's fine. Fourth down, fourth down, it's cool. We know that we have four opportunities to pick up a first down. Or if it's the other way around, you don't. When you, you're oh, still, it's fourth you're still, down, it's fourth down I'm going to take the points here. Yeah, still protecting yourself. What's crazy is the overtime rule got changed because of the Chiefs and Bills. And I think that it's the best way to have overtime. You allow the team to get a rebuttal and – to your point, what you said before, and I didn't know this last night because I'm watching the game with Cam and we're yelling at the TV like, yo, bro, there's 30 seconds. Why are you chilling? <laughs> like, just they're just, they're just walking yeah. up to the they're line. They're just chilling. Like, he's like, you know, Mahomes does his little thing yeah. where he's like. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> because, because it's your first possession. Yeah. There's basically no clock. Yeah. Like, I was talking to my, my buddy Frank. We were DMing today. He's like, yo, why don't they just not have a clock for the first two possessions? Yeah. Yes. That sure. would be a lot it, more. It you would, just it have a play be, clock. Yeah, it would be a lot less anxiety because that was my whole thing. But I also was for the viewer, out. for the viewer yeah. too, because, bro, I, I watch football all the time. And for you, I didn't know that was, I was like, yo, yo, what the, what the hell? 
And like Mahomes is just chilling. Andy Reid is chilling. Nobody's like super excited. I'm watching Game Pass this morning and the post game, one of the reporters or analysts asked Mahomes about that. He's like, oh yeah, we were chilling because we we knew the overtime rules. It's our first possession. We could have we could have theoretically went into the second overtime and the third overtime as long as it's still your first possession. And dude, I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And then it makes more sense. And then when you're watching that overtime, if you go, if you guys go back and watch it now, and I feel like you guys should as yeah, football fans, it'd be dope to just watch, just watch the Chiefs overtime drive, knowing what you know now that they have the ability to. Oh, bro, it's it's yeah. cerebral assassin type shit. Okay, it's like okay. lo-fi hip hop beats. You just it's <laughs> it's it's steady, bro. You know? Chilling, like because dude, he just knew that we're gonna go four downs the rest of the way, so we have four plays to get three yards each play to get first downs. Yeah, no stress, no problems. I'm telling you, bro, and, and you guys watching, go and watch just the overtime. Watch it on YouTube; it's available. Anyway, just watch the overtime. You're going to be like, oh, man, that's some cerebral shit. And that's exactly what it was, dude. Yeah. And exactly what it was. Watch uh, the very last play where you see half the 49ers defense fall asleep. Oh, well, they ran the same play that they did with Kadarius Tony. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, they didn't fall asleep. No, no, they fell asleep. It was beautifully designed. And and it literally exposed. It didn't even really expose. It just, like you said before, when when we're switching off, the I forget who it was in the far the far right side of the field, but he switched off when he started to motion. He he gave a hand gesture to let his next defender know, hey, he's coming to you. That's gonna be your guy. And then he, then they 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 hike the ball and he doubles back, and there's no one there. And you got Travis Kelsey out there running a pick, wide open, wide open end zone. It was a beautifully designed play. Well, I won't I won't say that like I won't put it on the Niners as if they fell asleep. It, it sucks. Now, what we talked about with uh, with Fox earlier on the show, why didn't the Niners call a timeout there to make sure everyone's on the same page? Because we have all the timeouts, and as you were saying before, the time really doesn't matter. So let's call a timeout and make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. That's that's my only thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I think Kyle Shanahan was asleep, honestly. I, like there, As a head coach, I feel like he was lost and he lost sense of himself and his unit. Mm. And it's it's a very tough thing as a as a coach to like be able to decide like, oh, I mean, is this the right time like right now? And we've seen this uh like every year there's a big time coaching mishap. Yeah. And I think him not calling a timeout it, or even taking defense first is going to be really talked about i'll tell you this as a coach that's his uh, that's gonna be his that's career defining right as a coach it's always better to for me i've always found it's always better to call the timeout early than it is late mm-hmm. i'd rather stop you before the mistake happens and let's get it recalibrated now versus trying to put band-aids on bullet holes later mm-hmm. and we're trying to fix what could have been versus i stopped it saying hey this is what's this is what they're about to do Let's let's draw it up. Let's get everybody take a breath. Everybody lock in. Look at the person next to you. This is when you actually can give a motivational moment yeah. because that's your job. But when you just sit there on the sideline, bro, yeah, things happen. I love what you said about it's becoming a thing because I think the saying is once is an accident, twice it's a trend, three times it's a problem. 
This is the third time that he has crazy coaching decision mishaps in the game. Yep. And that's an issue, man. If this was the first time that it happened to Kyle Shanahan, I think everybody collectively feels different. But the fact that it happened again, the biggest stage, Bro. and you had a lead. Again. And, and you were the favorite. You were the team that was expected to win. I think that's a rough look, man. And he's gonna get he's gonna get crucified the whole offseason for this. Mm -hmm. He is gonna be torn apart. And you know, I don't think it's a fireable offense because he's been so successful. Like, dude's been in the NFC title game. I think it's like four or three, three one, or four, three or four times. All but twice as a Niners coach. Like the yeah. first time he was there and then like that that weird pandemic year where they weren't, but like everything else is conference finals against the Eagles, conference finals against the Rams, conference finals against uh, who else was it when uh, when they went to the Super Bowl in, Packers. in, in 2019? Packers, yeah, like they're they're there, they're successful, you know. So what do you do? Do you do you think it's I I Bro, think it's, it's crazy to move on from him, but these are going to be conversations people are going to have or. It'll be like, yo, we're going into this one more year because of Brock Purdy's contract. I would bet money that they have a better chance to make the Super Bowl next year than the Chiefs do. The conference is way shittier. A thousand percent. Like, way, way shittier. Like, you look Not at a the, question. Bro, you look at the AFC. Fucking loaded, right? We're going to yep. get Joey B back. We got Harbaugh now with Herbert. Everywhere Harbaugh goes, first year, 12 games they win. Right, you have that's you in have, division two for in the division Chiefs. for the Chiefs. You have uh, you got Josh Allen in the Bills. You have Tua. Like, hey, if Miami's the one seed, you feel different about Miami going into the playoffs. Right? Good, yeah. You Who could. knows what happens with Rodgers and the Achilles and the Jets? Yep, you're looking at the 2024 way too early fucking playoff odds and Super Bowl odds. The 49ers are the favorite. Yep, and. I feel like that's right. In, in in that conference, in the NFC, a thousand percent is right. Because, look, listen, the Eagles still have questions. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys are always going to be the Cowboys. Okay, after that. Green Bay Packers will be your surprise team and then the Lions. But see, I don't even know if they're, they would be a surprise. No, nah, they're not a surprise. They're anymore. not a surprise no, anymore. I, this this yeah. year was a surprise. They're unassuming the the people that they have. They're not. They're not the the Aaron it's Rodgers like the Packers defense. Yeah, they're they're, they're not the they're, Aaron, yeah they're not the Aaron Rodgers Packers. They're getting to that caliber, but yeah. like well known and recognized. But yeah, yeah no, that's a that's a hundred percent correct. But I'm so glad you brought up the Kyle Shanahan thing real quick before we go to those odds, because Chris Sims, when I was engineering his show this morning was talking about his relationship that he has with Kyle Shanahan, and he's like, bro, he's fucking cursed. Like, he, like, said that to me, and I I don't know. It felt like he had had multiple conversations with him about, like, everything's been perfect. Like, I, I don't know what else, like, I can do. And I just think some people, you know, if you believe in, in curses or whatever, Jinxes. like, yeah, like, some people are just naturally unlucky. And he had even mentioned, I think, Kyle Shanahan might want it more than the 49ers want to get rid of him. Because Kyle Shanahan's like, there's what more can I do here? I can't win a title. I'm, I, I want a new, fresh. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan might want, he might want out more than yeah. the Niners want to get him out? Correct. Wow. Correct. Wow. Just because, dude, it's like it, you, at a certain point in time, you've built a culture, a Super Bowl culture, and maybe not a Super Bowl winning culture, never, but 
you've built this culture, go do it again with like a blank slate. Maybe things behind the scene aren't as all buttoned up as we think they are, you know, and dealing with all those superstars is actually a lot more oh. of a head case than Phil, Phil Jackson. Yeah. I mean, like, look, listen, what it you seems. Know, look, there's plenty of instances where you can see one coach not being able to do it. And another coach walking in and it's like, Oh, this was easy. Some people make it look easy. It's not easy managing divas and, and like you said, a big room. Oh yeah. If it's a small room and it's, you know, everybody's pulling on the same rope, that's easy. But when it's, you know, you got people pulling this side of the team, similar to the Andy Reid with the Eagles, mm -hmm. with Donovan McNabb breaking the team over here, and then <laughs> Terrell T.O. Owens. breaking Terrell the team. Owens alone. T you don't Terrell, need more players than T.O. Terrell Owens <laughs> breaking the team over here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, I, I, I don't see him leaving, but that's interesting to hear you say it. That's, wow, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot there. An embarrassment of riches. Yeah, that's a lot there. Yeah, at some point you gotta you gotta wonder what's your excuse, and then I feel like it gets forgotten because they've been successful. Like, bro, they mortgaged a lot to get Trey Lance, and that didn't work out, and that was yep. a Kyle Shanahan thing. So maybe there is a rift we don't know about between Shanahan and John Lynch in the front office. But my thinking is, bro, it's hard for you to have sustained excellence like they've had. And dude, I used to be a huge hockey fan. Now I kind of like in and out, I'll watch the Rangers, and then I like playoff hockey. The reason why I say this is because the Rangers from like 2011 to 2017, I think they played the most Stanley Cup playoff games of any team. What's the smirk? My, my team got it done. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, but the Capitals but, but and the Rangers. But went through us a couple times. Right, the Capitals and the Rangers used to go at it. But yes, what I'm saying did. is eventually – like, it's hard to have that kind of sustained excellence for the, that long and be so consistent. And then what happens, at least what I think happens, is as a coach, you kind of overstay your welcome. And maybe it gets to a point where it's not that he's a bad coach because it's hard for you to be that good. It's hard for you to be that good. Yeah. But what do you do from there? Is that your ceiling? It's the same issue that I think Dallas has with McCarthy. How can you fire him? He's won 12 games a year, bro. Like that's not you want, fireable. He gives you, he, yeah, it's not a fireable offense. Yeah, but you are on a you are on a hot hot seat. That's so, and I, that's I so think wild. that that could be the case for Shanahan. I don't think you fire him. I, I don't. He, no, I don't think it's a firing yeah. either. I I think they would do a lot better of a job in the press than to expose him like that. That's like yeah. if things go nuclear. But I just think it could be amicable that like now's the time. It it makes you think though about like. Everything in sports is all revolved around the organization and all those relationships matter, bro. And when you're looking at the 49ers, like, I think they got to let him go. And it's similar to the New England is what I was trying to get at with it there. It's like, they've been successful, but, you know, well, at least with New England, it was like, bad year, we're pulling the ripcord right now, early. Because... It would have been very tough to do, you know, if he was winning 10 games, Bill Belichick. Yeah. You know, it, certain organizations are winning organizations and the moves that they make, everyone needs to pay attention to and not just scoff over that out of all the coaching vacancies, like New England is the first to hire their next new coach. It's like some teams are ready for the plan. So it, it'll be interesting. I think we'll know within the month if there's going to be any moves.
Yeah, I mean, listen, but you have it to. It should not be a surprise you, to you, people you, if uh, it happens. You you have to because it's we're we're five minutes from from draft, draft recaps. Well, not draft recaps, but getting ready for the uh, the um, the combine. True. Free agency is about to start. Like you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I want to end the show with this, and for those wondering why we haven't talked about Pat Mahomes, why we haven't talked about Travis Kelsey, um, it was because we're saving best for last, <laughs> and also because back in 2019. I said Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. He just won his first Super Bowl. And the year later, he goes to the Super Bowl again. And since then, this is all before he turned the age of 30. These are his playoff stats, Josh. He's played. And now in comparison to Tom Brady at 30. I've got. Oh, oh, okay, okay. We're going, we're going age, age. Yeah, well, you have to break it down where they are in their career. Okay. All right. All right. Mahomes is 28, so he still has two more years to get to where Brady was at 30. Mm -hmm. He's played 18 games. 15 and 3. He has 5,135 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, eight interceptions, three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Super Bowl MVP, has been to four Super Bowls, has made the AFC title game in all six years. That's Mahomes. Brady on the other end. And, And look, I get it. It's a different game. Style of play was different. That's why his passing yards are 3,217. He played 14 games, had 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions, three-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Deion Branch. Deion Branch. Shout out to Deion Branch. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time already. I'm with you. And I, I I've full I've jumped aboard I've jumped both aboard you, the train both of you all right officially I, I look and I, I wore I wore my Doug Williams jersey on purpose today because you know as I said before this is a this is this is championship days so I had to I had to rock a, a Redskin with a championship jersey so shout out to Doug Williams first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl but Patrick Mahomes is now the greatest black quarterback of all time that's point blank period move forward but we still have to keep things in perspective. I know that you now the stats that you just mentioned those are those are great. You got to also remember Brady had won one back to back at 26, 25 uh titles. Now was he the lead architect of Mahomes those? just did that. No, no, I know. Yeah. And he the first since Tom Brady did it in right, right, 2005. Right. Um when you look at obviously the end of the road, you know what I mean? We we're because because now Brady's done. Brady has seven, you know, one six with New England. When you look at the end of the road, it's different. But you you can't jump so many people. I feel like this is what happens with a lot of LeBron fans. Like you want to jump people, and he just now entered the conversation. Like I said last week with Troy Aikman, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, and Tom Brady. He just now entered that conversation with those guys. You, I can't jump him past. According to who? Well, no, no. no I'm saying in terms of Super Bowl wins. Because obviously, you know, I know that you and you said this, you said this last week in terms of once you get to two, you know, obviously you have a seat at the table. Yeah. I still feel to, to say that you're the goat. You can't you can't jump so many people and the goats all the way up here with seven. Now, we can say he's the goat at this point in his career. His trajectory is still to get to that point, but it's not there yet. He's still got to do it. You still got to do it on the field. He's 50,000 yards behind in terms of total passing. Like, there's still certain benchmarks that we can't just skip the line and say he's the best. I love him, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not prepared to do that. Yeah. 
out of that, out of all the quarterbacks that you name, though, in that amount of Super Bowls that they've won that group, it's just Tom and him. Joe Montana. I mean, bro. Joe Montana I think... was undefeated in the Super Bowl. He was 4 0 and had drives just like what we saw yesterday. Yeah. I know you guys are too young to remember, but like he, Joe Montana was Jesus Christ. He was Jesus Christ. It's different. You know what I'm saying? So we can't Definitely just, not Terry Bradshaw. We, no, we no, can no, eliminate no, that no, one. No, right? no, Terry, okay. Terry, well, but listen, Terry, 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 look, Terry still had to throw that thing to Lynn Swan. He still had to throw it, you know, yeah, he had I'm, to throw I'm, it to I'm, his guys. I'm eliminating everybody off that list, bro. That's unfortunate. He's he lost arguably the best wide receiver. And well, his best wide receiver, not the best. I mean, he's he's in the convo. You're looking at me like it was a crazy take. Tyreek Hill. The best wide receiver ever? No, dude. I'm talking about he lost the arguably the best wide receiver of the last two years in the league. Oh, it's oh, like him, oh, Adams, oh, and Jefferson. Okay, yeah. you mean at the league in the time. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. I thought I thought you were saying just all time. That's all I was like, whoa. And all we did all year was shit on his weapons, and he went out there and won back-to-back -back Super Bowls. With a worse team than last year, and last year wasn't great either. And and I said this last year. I was like, yo, if you're if if this upsets you, because a lot of people now are like, yo, we're villains now. Like Travis Kelsey said it in the media day, like, oh, y'all are booing? Cool, bet, no problem. Mahomes said, like, we're never underdogs. And I think that's going to change now, too. Like, you're probably never going to see him in three straight <laughs> games be an underdog. So if you capitalize yeah, cool. on that, congratulations. Bro, yeah. It was a mistake. As long as they don't mistake. have any superstar receivers and that defense just and, stays and, the way it is, yo, like, yo, I look, don't know. And here's, and here's the thing, right? They may be. Because Travis Kelsey, he'll be 35 next year. And, like, how many more years does he have left? I also view it as, hey, man, we don't know if Rasheed Rice, who had a better rookie season than Tyreek Hill did, we don't know if this guy is the second coming of anybody anybody good where you're like, yo, bro, I took him first in fantasy. Kind of got a and Randy Moss look. Like, we don't know what he's going to turn out to be. And I guarantee you they're going to address the wide receiver position in the offseason. What happened to Sky Moore? I didn't see him it at just, all. It just didn't pay. He got hurt, and then yeah. it just, it oh, just okay, didn't okay. pay out. He got hurt this year. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know. But then, yo, know. how do you build a dynasty, and how do you build a great team like this? All their guys last year that were rookies that all contributed to the Super Bowl run, guess what? They're in year two. Now they contributed to another one. And now you have your uh, Rashid Rice, who's a rookie. Now he's a Super Bowl-winning champion. Now you go into next year and you're like, yo, bro, I'm that fucking dude. I'm not just a random. So now you're elevated. And a lot of that, hell, all of that is because of number 15. And that's why I think already, like, I don't need to see more. Like, if he retired today, if he's just like, yo, bro, yeah, I own, I own a Formula One. I have stock in Formula One. I own a fucking soccer team. I own match. I, uh, he owns like the Royals. He, he's, he, he's, yeah, he owns he's a piece good. of the Royals. He's doing good, right? The, the, uh, the, the Kansas City, uh, shoot, I forget the MLS team, but yeah, yeah. The, the, the like sporting, sporting KC, KC, KC right? Sporting KC, that's like, right. If he just says, yo, I'm done. Yeah, I think the six years that he's had, bro, because it's not like Brady's first six years where he had the defense and the Belichick and a lot of it was, again, different game. Totally agree with you there. Right, but bro, Brady just retired. Mahomes has 16 years to catch him, that, and that's what I'm saying. That and that—that's my point. If 16. you're into the rings, no, I'm well, not into well, the rings. Yeah, you got to be a little into the rings because you can't jump the line. You just can't. I can't. I can't put you a, ahead of Goliath and you're below him. So you don't think he's number two then? Uh, I, I mean, he's he's definitely right there. Yeah, he's definitely there. 
Because because look, think of it this way. If Joe Montana, even after Brady had passed him in yardage and all that stuff, it wasn't until Brady got to his sixth ring, I'd say, fifth ring, where it was like, all right, it's not really a conversation anymore. Because because remember, Brady had lost in the he had lost to you guys twice. So Montana so those kind of things. So Montana, the conversation for Brady didn't really get cemented until after he got to like five, right? Yeah, well, until he separated. Till it was like you can't you can't deny it. That was like, because trust me, plenty of people were still like, oh, it's Montana. So why are we denying Mahomes even though that, he's not That's up there what yet? I'm saying, because like he, he, he actually went through the separation. Brady actually had to win more than Joe Montana and get more yardage and do more stuff to be considered what he is, is what I'm saying. So I'm not going to then now change the rules of engagement and say that Mahomes has caught Brady and he hasn't even caught Montana in rings, yardage, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, I just can't do that. It's just not – I'm, I'm older than y'all. I understand. It is what it is. I'll be the old dude in the room. It, it is what it is. Yeah, you Can I uh, make a good take that would, like, really throw a loop into this whole little system here? Sure. What if Aaron Rodgers this next year defeats Patrick Mahomes in the AFC title game and goes on to win a Super Bowl? That's fine. Burrow, Burrow won – beat him in an AFC title game, and so did Brady. Like, it's... Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm not saying, saying that he's going to I'm saying Rodgers in particular. Like, like I'm saying this could be a significant hit to his resume if, in a game, he loses to Aaron Rodgers. Why Rodgers in particular? Because Rodgers has got the title, multiple MVPs. He's the last of that generation that's mm. tied with Brady that it can give, like, that oh, there's a chink in the armor type situation where, mm. you know, Brady did get his two dubs over him. What if Rodgers adds to this list now, goes on and wins a Super Bowl title after defeating Patrick Mahomes? That's the only quarterback in the league right now that could really shake things up in this whole conversation because I'm I'm in full agreement with you. And I know there's there's like a huge gap between the stats that Brady has but it's like Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get there. Modern medicine has only gotten better. He's going to get another seven years out of Andy Reid. And here's the thing, and this is a bold prediction, when he comes and plays for the Saints in 2032 <laughs> and wins the Saints a title, undeniable at that moment he, in time. He, but, like, look. 2032 Super Bowl champions, well, Patrick I, Mahomes and the Saints. I'll say this. Whether he gets there or doesn't, yep. he still has to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to just bequeath him that, yeah. that, oh, it's just going to happen because he still has to do it for me. I Trust me, I, I want him to do it, but he, he still got to do it. I can't just give it to him because we didn't give it to Brady. Brady took it, like literally took it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because trust me, he didn't like, because remember, Tom, Joe Montana was his idol. So he didn't even really want to take it. And, yo, look, before, and, and I hear what you're saying, and before, because we got to wrap up, too, yeah, rest yeah. up on time, I will say that Brady went 10 years in between winning Super Bowls, too. Yes. So between three and four, it was 10 years. Now, did he go to a couple Super Bowls? Yeah, he went to two of them. Lost, Lost to the Giants. Right. I also think that Mahomes is playing in a way better era quarterback play than what Brady did. There are way more elite quarterbacks now than there were with Brady. Brady had to go through Big Ben and Peyton in the AFC. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, but, bro, you're talking about, uh, all right, so now, who are you going to add to the list for, for Mahomes? Mahomes, he has 
Josh Burrow. Allen, who's going to guarantee throw a turnover. He's got Joe Burrow. Right, who, but there's Burrow more, is his only young kryptonite. Yeah, but he has Burrow. You have Allen. Say what you want about Lamar. There's a he's he's the youngest two time NFL MVP ever. in history. Yeah, right. C.J. Stroud now. Potentially. We don't know what C.J. Stroud's going to be. Look. I've given him a lot of shit. I've called him Jay Cutler 2.0, but now he has Justin Herbert. He has Harbaugh. Yeah, like the the AFC is way more stacked, and even though they've won their division all these years, it's like th this division is way better than what like oh, Brady had. Oh no, no, no question, not so, a question. Agreed. Brady Brady had a layup six games a season for twelve years. Yeah, and yo, don't get me wrong, Brady's fucking incredible. He's the most accomplished quarterback ever. Right, because he has yeah. a seven, and they showed a graphic because Andy Reid and Mahomes are like closing in, not closing in. They still got like twenty wins to go to catch Belichick and Brady, and I think that that number is not even where it should be because, bro, they had fourteen bye weeks. That's basically a win because you're not playing wild card weekend. Oh, so if you factor that, it's not forty four career playoff wins. It's really fifty eight because if you get a bye week, that's basically you've already advanced. That's yeah. a win, at least for me. That's how I view it. You got to win. Yeah. You've made it past that. You don't need to play that week. That's a win. You're on to the next round. So I think Brady, though, the competition, and look, we have two Hall of Famers in, in Big Ben and in uh, Peyton Phil, Manning. Phillip Rivers, too. Forgot about him. Yeah, I was Phil, a Phillip Rivers guy. I'll, Phil, I'll give you that, yeah. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers were a problem. Yeah. Joe Flacco? Little bit. I mean, Super Bowl title can't can't take it away. He Dangerous. won one in between the, the Brady Raven, and them. The Ravens were the only team that put fear in Patriots fans' hearts. Thousand like, percent. We don't want to play them. It's gonna either someone's gonna get hurt when we leave, <laughs> leave that game. Like we'll lose Gronk. It's like, not worth it. It's bro. not worth it. Like someone's gonna get fucked up leaving that game. And yeah, I think I don't know, man. I just feel like Mahomes. I've I've seen enough. Right. Like it's it's one of those things where. Why do you need the career to end? I think the trajectory, like you said, and what he's accomplished at this point and where he's headed and how the game is changing. And these are the worst Chiefs teams, right? That's what we've been saying the last two years. And he won two Super Bowls with them. So his teams are only going to get better. We'd hope. We'd Lord, hope. Lord Jesus. The hope. Saints are going to have so much cap space in 2032. We're going <laughs> to be able to pay him $100 billion. God, George is getting drunk. No, I mean, drunk. I mean, that's just... He's not oh, leaving Kansas City. George. I love these conversations. You, when I was pointing at you, I was like, oh, my God, you're doing it. You're adding fuel to the fire. I was like, this is why he's going to be the greatest of all time. I was like, he's, you're, no, you're no. currently no, no, adding gasoline no, I want, I want, like to the I said, engine of Patrick Mahomes' I want, greatness. I want him to get there. I never said that I don't want him to get there or don't wish for him to. I just don't want us to – because, look, I, I already – you know how I feel about Jordan and LeBron. So I'm, I'm already that way over here. So I can't then – Switch up and be like, oh, yeah, it's Mahomes. Like, when I'm just over here telling everybody that's a LeBron lover, like, yeah. nigga, he got to catch Jordan. Like, he has to catch him. You can't just give it to him. You got to – he has to physically get there. And if he hasn't gotten there yet, I can't give it to him. It's just how – it's how – I don't know. You're so good at it, dude. You're just doing it again. You're, you're giving LeBron <laughs> the, the motivation right now. He's like, oh, my God, that Josh Poke, Williams dude. Poking the bear. I'm so going to win an NBA title now. Poking the bear. If he needs me, he got bigger problems than that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap, yo. Yes, sir. Let's wrap. Uh, I appreciate you guys, man. You guys rock with me this football season. Um, Beginning and the end. I appreciate yeah. you. B busy, busy.
football season, very successful football season. Uh, the numbers have been through the roof, and the trajectory for the show is like Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like, got a lot of fun stuff planned for the offseason. Uh, debating on whether or not to record this week another episode because we gave you guys four last week. I'm trying to hit the eight eight shows a month, so we're already uh, projected to pass that. Um, so, yeah, TBD on that. But for all things Veterans Minimum, it's at Veterans Minimum. At Nick Day is 10, as you can find me. We don't have the helmet. It's out in the back. But the Patreon giveaway, the Super Bowl 58 helmet, will do a live drawing on the show sometime in March. For anyone in the Patreon, um, you got to be in the $10 tier or higher. It's patreon.com slash veterans minimum. And, yeah, thank you all for sharing, listening, subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend. Tell your girlfriend. Tell your grandma. Degenning. You never know, bro. My grandma's degenning now, too. She used to hate it, but now she loves it. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> George, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me in the Wynn Casino today okay. uh, as I walk to my car. Um, that's where I'll be in a little bit. At Mr. George Carmona, though, if you want to stock my socials. Um, and that's it. Lots of big things planned for the offseason, including taking a little bit of time on all these other podcast projects that I got working on. So now that football season has come to a close, I can kind of like reset. Josh, <laughs> where can we find you in like 30 seconds? Uh, easy, easy. Uh, the American Fan 365. Uh, please make sure you like, share, subscribe. We've got some interviews coming up. We just had our big interview with Randall Cunningham talking about uh, the Super Bowl week and black quarterbacks. But uh, yeah, the American Fan 365. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We're out here. I timed that was 27 seconds. I do what I can. We'll see you guys next time. I'm a gold medalist, bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat a venison. Dab. Most dangerous games. Either kill or be killed. The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com